0: Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. In
1: my mind, you just wake up and go rake.
0: Featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks.
1: High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. The trifecta has the Red Sox on top, nine to nothing.
0: And MLB journalist Danny Vietti.
1: Vietti here. He's uh, yeah, right-handed pitcher. He's six five. So you were right, he's tall. He is tall from cottonwood california cottonwood california i don't know where that is i don't know where that is either
0: want a chance to be featured on the show follow at wake and Rake pod on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok i'm kind of a big deal here's danny and will people what's good baby episode 32 wake and Rake podcast we're back First episode of the offseason. It's kind of bittersweet, Brooks. You know what I'm saying? Like, the baseball season's over. We don't really know when the next baseball game is going to be coming our way with the CBA coming to a close. Supposedly there's mixed reports out there that it's going to take a long time before we see another game played. Go ahead. The floor is yours.
1: Oh, just whatever you hear about the CBA at this point.
0: Bullshit. From either side, it's
1: all a play in the media. It's all a play in the public to – Put the blame on either side. Don't worry about it till facts start coming out, and I'll let you know when that is. But it's not now. But they're not going to come to an agreement by December first. I can promise you that.
0: I, I mean, if last year was any indication, after or while COVID was happening, they were trying to get the sixty-game season in. They were completely on opposite sides of the. Spectrum it'll be mid.
1: It'll be after New Year's.
0: There's a lot to talk about. Expanded postseason, universal DHS, salary floors. Are we going to get a salary floor? Oakland, can we get a salary floor? Please.
1: Salary floor, free agency, yeah. qualifying offers. There's a lot of stuff going on. But this, we'll talk about too. that down the road. Let's. We have a lot of fun stuff to tap into before we start worrying about a lockout and money-hungry individuals, which is a big or corporation. I get that. But we can talk about that down the road. We'll cross that bridge when right
0: right we or. have to. Fine. Let me give you a rundown of what we're looking at on this on this episode, though. OK, so uh, we got our top headlines. We'll get into just some of these news segments. I mean, we got some Corey Seeger news. We got some Carlos Correa news. Could they both be going to New York? We'll get into that. We're going to talk about some of the top free agents, too. We'll dive into a little bit more on the Carlos Correa stuff. We'll talk Max Scherzer. We're going to run down the list of the top 50 MLB free agents that was released by CBS Sports. We'll go through a couple of these guys and we'll give a couple of predictions as well. Our last segment that we have, I'm actually really looking forward to this one. It's called our freezing cold take. So we're going to actually look back at some of the takes we made. So the first episode we did on the Wake and rake podcast was on opening day 2021. And Brooksy and myself made some bold statements to say the least, Cotton. <laughs> and so we're going to look at some of these.
1: It was like the day before that. We were like, we should do a pod.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like we pulled it right out of our ass and we nailed it though. I mean, we absolutely nailed it. But some of our takes we did not nail at all. So we're gonna look back. I, I just want to get your reaction. Some good takes, some very, very awful takes. We're gonna look at some of those uh opening takes, t- 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 dude. I I can't wait for you to hear them. I listened to a couple of them, I haven't listened to all of them.
1: Most of yours have to do with you going. Oh, 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 San Diego Padres, Padres, oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looked very good for edit about that half out a season want. for about you can edit that season. out
1: if you want but it was
0: <laughs> Padres on your face it looked very good for about not half literal
1: half. fathers but
0: you know what I don't want to spoil it for you but I will say that my American League prediction was the same as yours White Sox I don't want to spoil it let's get into our headlines first news on the docket this is. This makes me kind of sad, man. The Oakland A's and the Cincinnati Reds—they're both supposedly, reportedly, listening to offers for their veterans. at Cincinnati Reds, uh, reportedly, this is according to John Heyman and uh, other reports as well, is that they could be shopping Luis Castillo and Sonny mm. Gray along with some other and then Nicholas Castellanos. He already uh, did Knocked not out. opt into his player option, nor should he. He's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of money going into that bucket. In for agency is a Boris guy as we were kind of talking about before this episode started. Scott Boris, Scott Boris, excuse me, came out today and had some uh, bold statements. Speaking of bold takes, had some bold statements about the season. Uh, I kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Kind of rubbed you the wrong way. Talking about how Atlanta, uh, it almost took away from the the accomplishments that they had. They yeah, saying that too many teams are tanking in that Atlanta. That's one of the reasons why the Atlanta Braves wound up – wound up. that was the
1: main reason they won a World Series.
0: Yeah, I don't like
1: that. I mean, this team, they didn't add to their pitching. Let's look what their pitching did in the postseason. They didn't add to their pitching at all. They rebuilt their outfield because they fell apart and they had to. But Solaire was hitting under 200 when they got him. It's not like they got a steal of a guy hitting 300 with 40 bombs. That wasn't the case. Rosario had been hurt. Duvall is a low average guy with some pop and a, you know it's like it's not like they were getting like, it, like all-stars No. they got good solid players that they just happened to strike gold and they got hot at the right time
0: yeah, and guys with contracts that were going to expire they yeah, were one year friends, right
1: there was just really good baseball knowledge and by 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 their gm i mean he yeah. just picked the right guys he, they found the right recipe and if two of those guys just don't play well, yeah, maybe they don't want a World Series. But that's not because of tanking. That's because their GM made a really good move.
0: Alex Anthopoulos, Farhan Zaidi, Andrew Friedman, they're Billy Bean as well. Those four guys. They're just kind of on another level GM-wise. I want to talk about Oakland, speaking of Billy Bean, just for a second here. You were giving me shit because I'm having a little bit of empathy for Oakland A's fans. But let me let me describe what's going on over there. Let me paint a picture for you, Brooksy. They let go of their manager, Bob Melvin. He's gone, San Diego. Why did they do that? Well, he was going to be paid about $6 bucks this year, and they said, eh, no thanks. They supposedly have a non-binary agreement for a new ballpark at the Howard Station Terminal in Oakland. If our pass is any indication of what is to happen with this supposed agreement, it's probably not going to go through. I hate to be a pessimist here, but I wouldn't put my money on a ballpark being created or built in Oakland.
1: Well, it's also going to cost $2 billion.
0: And thirdly, they're now shopping the only stars that they have, and that's Matt Olson, that's Sean Chris Bassett. This team was looked upon. I know they didn't make the playoffs. They fell short in 2021, but this team was looked on in 2020 to really not only be a contender, but to possibly be World Series Mm -hmm. Uh, runners, really. Um, That division, those names, the ability for Billy Bean to acquire talent mid-season, they fell short, but now all of a sudden, uh, their general manager talked about it. It's just a cycle in Oakland, and here we go again. Uh, And My point in saying that is this. Sometimes it's not always about winning, I don't think, as as a baseball fan myself. Sometimes it's about being able to attach and root for certain players or root for certain guys that you have attached to, you know what I mean? So I think it, it's great that the Oakland A's have been a winning ball club for so long. And I love that Billy Bean is one of, if not the best general manager in the game, With that said, they've created a poor organization out of Oakland. They've given them an excuse for everything that they've done because they can continue to win, but there's a reason they don't get fans in the stands and it's not because there's not enough Oakland A's fans. It's because they don't have the same guys that they did two years ago. The longest tenured player on the A's is a guy like Jed Lowry. We're talking about, we have to go all the way back to guys like Eric Chavez. The last time Oakland has actually been able to attain players that have been on their roster for longer than four or five years. So if there's anybody out there that's saying, look, Oakland doesn't get enough fans. They need to move to Vegas. That might be true. They might need to move to Vegas, but it's not a lack of fans. It's because over these years, they have not attained – or re-signed any of their fan fra- fan favorites because they've been afraid to spend and these fans don't want to show back up because the guys going out on the field are completely different every single day they can't go buy a jersey on mlb.com right. why would you buy a matt wilson jersey if he's going to leave in two years so it's just a recurring cycle and and that's why i have empathy for oakland i know you feel a little bit differently but uh i'm I, not totally I,
1: I mean all in all, baseball has become that way. It's not just Oakland. Like, there's a lot of to- turnover on every team. Um, the issue with Oakland is they don't go make that big splash. They rely on homegrown talent or prospects in a some type of trade where they're shedding salary. Um, they they just don't go out and get those big-name guys, and that's what the fans look forward to in the offseason. And then the players they, they that they do have, that they do look forward to coming back, they get rid of them it's like <clears throat> it's like they have it's like they grow all these oranges and they juice them as much as they can out of those yeah. players but they don't drink the juice they just throw it out right it's probably a really bad analogy but you it get works. the point
0: i like orange juice it works
1: all right pulp or no pulp
0: i'm a pulp guy yeah, yeah. Means it, means so what it about feels, what
1: about it feels healthier
0: coconut water you a coconut water guy i don't mind
1: it i'm all for hydration station
0: i'm with you
1: but anyways <laughs> nonetheless Yes, Oakland, you were right. Oakland fans do deserve better. I think a lot of there's a lot of variables at play here. Upper management obviously being the main one. But another reason they're not getting a ton of free agents is not just because they're not spending, because no one wants to go play there. Right. It's it's a shit stadium. Like no one wants to go. Man, I can't wait to go to the Coliseum for work for 81 games. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Just how it is, unfortunately, that goes into free agency. The surrounding area, like San Francisco, is awesome. But like, you're not going to pay that amount of money in taxes in California to play at a shit stadium every day. When I mean, there's AAA stadiums nicer, there's double A stadiums nicer. So that plays into it as well. But I think a move will do them well if they're not going to spend the money to to build a new stadium. But that new stadium's not going to be ready for a long time. If they do, you know, that's a couple of years away, three yeah. years away, two billion dollars. They're saying.
0: So they yeah, I mean, might be better off, they up.
1: might be better off moving. I hate to say yeah. that, but they might be better off moving.
0: And we talked about the different cities they might relocate to. I mean, this dates back to Bud Sealy days, but anyway, let's, let's move on. Yeah. How about this? None of the six MVP finalists for the play uh made the playoffs this year. The six MVP finalists yeah, is that I know, significant.
1: And I, I I went through your mentions on Twitter when you said mm-hmm. that. And the amount of people like saying that was shitty and like it shouldn't be that way. Serious? Like MVP is MVP. I, I don't care. It, it's it's individual performance. You can't blame a guy. You can't hold it against the player because his teammates don't play well. Mm-hmm. Like, you look in Toronto. you saying Vladdy and Simeon shouldn't get votes because they didn't go to the playoffs. They were almost a playoff team. You're saying Otani shouldn't get – There were people in your mentions saying Otani shouldn't have been MVP, well, which man. is a – disaster
0: to Why, me like first, how do you even your how you first that m- even come out your, of your mouth your first mistake was going in my mentions by the way
1: no i Bad i idea. like to see what people say about yeah. things like that because it's controversial every time i talk about mvps people are like oh well they're not going to playoffs don't care you put up mvp numbers sorry you can't carry an entire team you can't pitch you can't play every position you can't hit every spot in the lineup nine guys have to contribute
0: the Angels had Phil Goslin and Jack Mayfield as their three four hitters the last like two months of the three
1: season. four hitters. Now I know baseball now one two or tend to be your best hitters now because the game's different. They want you to get more at bats, right? Because they want you to get that fifth at bat.
0: No offense to Phil and Jack,
1: right? But, the, but that's not a winning. Right, but I played with I played with Phil and in, in Texas and AAA, and he's not a three hole hitter. Great guy, he can pick it. He's versatile. Great teammate not a three-hole hitter in the big leagues.
0: I think that the fact that none of them made the playoffs actually really helps Tatis though, because I think Harper had the monster second half. Tatis had the monster first half. As yeah, I the think season, Harper ends up
1: winning it, right? As,
0: you might be right. I, I, think, it, I think it's still I up know. in the I don't know. I
1: think it's going to be close.
0: I think it's going to be really close.
1: I really don't know. But
0: I think it's actually going to help Tatis the fact that none of them made the playoffs, because as the season developed – People were like, oh, the Phillies are in it. The Phillies can make the playoffs. Tatis is out of the MVP conversation. Well, guess what? None of them made it. Juan Soto did not make the playoffs either. So the fact Soto, that none of them Soto made second it. second
1: half was like all world, right? Incredible. Yeah.
0: This one oh, broke no. my heart. Buster Posey, out of nowhere, kind of out of nowhere. I mean, he didn't play in 2020. Uh, played in 2021, had a bounce back season. Had back player of the year again. And he announced his retirement. Um, the biggest question now, and I hate to just jump right into this because I want to celebrate his career as opposed to critiquing it, right. but in your mind is Buster Posey a Hall of Famer?
1: Initially. Yes. I say initially. Yes. I mean, you look at the, the rings, you look at the hits, the, the war, I started stacking them up with like Mauer, Yachty, like Yachty, I feel like a Hall of Famer, right?
0: first ballot for me a lot of people disagree with that
1: i think he is for sure longevity i mean what he's able to do behind the plate. a lot of catchers move away from catcher position right he hasn't <laughs> which is impressive to me um posey's numbers aren't like super gaudy like you would expect from a hall of famer but i went and looked at all the catchers in the hall of fame and he has people with less numbers than him so, yeah, now that comes from a different era right but- um 1500 hits how many homers like
0: uh, i finished with about 160-ish, 160 ish i was gonna say
1: 158 or something yeah. like that um yeah i mean if you initially just look at those numbers you don't say hall of famer you don't like a 42 war maybe 44 war
0: or battling the longevity versus peak thing because at his peak he's one of the best catches of all time mvp
1: i, I agree with how-
0: three-time roll oh. chance
1: Yeah, but that peak was like, what, four years?
0: That's the thing. So he broke his leg one year up to no fault of his own. It was Scott Cousins. He got the the Buster Posey rule, no more colliding with the catcher. That was one year. Did not play in 2020. So Buster Posey legitimately had about nine seasons, and he made seven All-Star games along that way in that span. Won a batting title. I mean, the accolades are there. What he accomplished in those nine seasons is more than a lot of guys accomplished in 18 seasons.
1: I feel like he's kind of like a Scott Rowland. Like, very good player to most people as a Hall of Famer, but he's, like, fringe to the voters. The
0: fact that Andrew Jones still is not in the Hall of Fame.
1: Right. Or Barry Bonds. The fact or, that
0: Andrew Jones is only getting 20% of the vote astonishes me.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's another because, guy that had about, his peak was so short.
0: We're talking peaks here. That's why I brought up Andrew Jones. Um, catchers with a 300 batting average, 1,500 or more hits, and 150 or more home runs – in the integration era, so that's, since 1947, people. Joe
1: Maurer's got to be one of them,
0: right? Mike Piazza, wait, Buster wait, Posey, wait, end of the list.
1: Did you say homers?
0: 150 homers or more. Uh, I believe Maurer, Maurer fell short batting average-wise.
1: I thought he was a career 302 hitter.
0: Well, now you got me looking things up. Now you got me Googling. Joe Maurer was a career, correct. He fell short home run-wise. He's a career 306 okay. hitter. I apologize. Okay, He had 143 career home runs. So he fell yeah. short home run-wise.
1: Yeah, he was a straight, like, one of the better contact hitters in, in baseball. Regardless. And he also the moved to first guy. base.
0: Right, exactly. His last couple of years, he moved over to first base. Here's my thing with you. I'll leave it at this. A lot of people were coming at me like, oh, Posey's first ballot for sure. Posey's Mm -hmm. first ballot for sure. And they were expecting me to say the same thing because I grew up in Northern California. Right. As San Francisco Giants fan, at least I was. He's not
1: a shoe in. He's not. No.
0: I think a lot of people were surprised at the reception that he got and the fact that everybody's just saying he's first ballot. Everybody's just kind of going. Everybody's just saying, yeah, first ballot, no doubt. And I think a lot of people are actually just a little too scared to push back on that right now. I thought that Lester,
1: too, until I like really looked into his numbers and I was like,
0: maybe not. Right. I, I think because I thought, he, I thought he had
1: 2000 2, hits. Number mm-hmm. one, I thought he played a couple more years than he did.
0: Yeah. Um, I think he'll get in. I, I think he will get it. I Is think he, he'll get in too. first ballot. I'm not sure, but the, he's fact that, the catcher
1: position, which isn't. Yeah. I don't know.
0: He, when you I don't think he's the he first ballot when you take into account his character, his integrity, I think a lot of people were scared to say, I don't think Buster Posey is the first ballot because nobody wants to push back on Buster Posey. The most, one of the most likable guys of this generation. So I think yeah, a lot of people were just scared. Nothing.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: you're right. Time, and this is another thing. Time is not going to be in his favor because you can't be on a ballot until five years after you retire in five years. Some people are going to forget the
1: yeah, and it, it genuine depends on personality on the
0: that he with... brought. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we gotta we gotta look at who's gonna be on the ballot.
0: Yeah, it's exactly yeah. right. But you just look at his numbers on paper and it's not gonna blow you away.
1: Oh it's one of those things like but this helps with the writers because
0: like you said, he's a good guy.
1: He's always nice, he's always talks to the media and this and that. That unfortunately plays a part. We've seen guys not get votes because they're an asshole.
0: They wrote Gary a- Sheff-
1: Gary Sheffield.
0: Yeah, there is a character clause in the Hall of Fame voting process. Which is
1: dog shit, because it's not a Hall of Fame of human beings. It's a Hall of Fame of baseball players. Yeah,
0: well. And some of the
1: best players I ever played with were douchebags.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will uh, table the Hall of Fame discussion for another episode. Let's move on. I want to talk for agency, because I know the offseason is here. It's going to be interesting. Obviously, we touched on the fact that the CBA is going to complicate things along the way. But I want to talk about first the top free agent on the board is going to be Carlos Correa. Uh, Carlos Correa shortstops with a one hundred and twenty-five OPS plus and a ten-plus defensive war before their age twenty-seven season. I know a lot of numbers coming your way, Brooke, So You just follow me here. Hey, Rod. Eh.
1: I about to say no defensively. No, I'm there are two
0: that. players on the on this list: shortstops with a one hundred and twenty-five OPS plus and a defensive war of ten or more before their age 27 season. There are two people on that list. One of them is Carlos Correa.
1: Is the other one still playing? No. Okay.
0: Uh, What era? 80s, 90s. 2000s. Early, 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 early 2000s.
1: 125 OPS.
0: Yep. Plus. You're going to kick yourself when you hear this name.
1: Cal Ripken.
0: Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Cal Ripken Jr. So Cal Ripken Jr. and Carlos Correa, those are the only two players for their age 27 season. to Put up those kind of numbers. Very impressive. And I think the biggest thing going against Correa and what probably will knock him down some dollars is the fact that he has had health health issues in the past.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, He's going to get paid. He's going to make at least, he's going to make over 200 million. He could sign a 10 year, $300 million deal. Mm -hmm. he really could like it if he did i wouldn't be surprised i think it ends up being more around the 250 range
0: right now the latest report is that the new york yankees is according to jim Bowden of cbs sports he reported that the yankees have contacted both carlos correa and Corey seager's agents so
1: i think seager goes i think seager is more fit he's not as good defensively but that stadium is tailored for lefties and they need more lefties in that lineup as we know Talked Yankees. about that all year. Yeah, Yankees. Yeah. And I, think Correa, a, I think Correa, I think we see a reunion with A.J. Hinch. I think Detroit makes a splash.
0: Detroit, man. They were, good. They were
1: sneaky good last year.
0: Sneaky decent. It's funny. Uh, everybody talked about the Padres, yeah. and Padres is going to be great, myself included. Padres did too. About, I thought they were about me. the Padres only had about four more victories than the Detroit Tigers at this last year.
1: Sneaky good with guys we didn't know.
0: Yeah, their pitching staff's looking really good with Casey Myers. Man, they're young. They got some good arms, dude. They and, really do. And
1: AJ Hint is a very good manager. Spencer, very yeah. good. Spencer Turnbull. I could see um, them spending extra and giving say, oh, what did the Yankees offer you? Here's an extra ten mil. Yeah. No, like a, or, or more. I I could see them. They have the money to do it. AJ Hinch is doing everything he can to get him there, and that Mickey's is gonna be coming off the tie. books.
0: Mickey's going to be coming off the books. His large, outrageous contract. Mickey's an amazing player, one of the greatest hitters of all time, but his contract at this point is definitely uh, keeping his team. He's pulling him back a bit. There is no doubt about that.
1: Do you have you looked much into qualifying offers?
0: Yeah, I mean, Brandon Belt received This is so interesting offer. to me.
1: Like, I've never like all the last couple of years. I've started to get more into like the business side of baseball, but yeah. Just looking at how those work, where if, if you offer it to someone and they turn it down, you you get a draft pick, right? Right. So that, I think that's really interesting to me. But even if they. Okay, so let's. Which blows my mind, if you look at the Colorado Rockies.
0: What are you doing, what are, Colorado? What are
1: they doing? Okay, so why don't you trade did, John
0: Gray or Trevor Story, mid-season? Or Trevor
1: Story. What are you doing? They, so that tells me they say we would rather have draft picks over prospects. Because that tells me that whoever was trying to make the trades, they didn't think the prospects were good enough. So they're gonna roll the dice with draft picks. I I think John Gray wanted to stay. I think he really did. No, he's, he's like one of the guys line, that actually throwing
0: well as a pitcher to say I want to stay in Colorado.
1: He pitches well there.
0: He does I mean, pitch well there. He's got his stuff. I, th- plays I, thought, I thought John Gray was going to be a total difference maker at the deadline this year and they held I on did. to.
1: him. He's I thought a really really good. Pitcher. Would,
0: too. He's got really good stuff. He's got a ni- upper 90s fastball and his slider, one of the best wipeout sliders in baseball, at least it was this last year.
1: I don't get it. Um speaking of qualifying offers, Brandon Belt your giants over there. Yes. What do you, how do you feel about that? Do you think he accepts we have about what we have another week or so or a little, a little less, maybe five days when guys have to have to accept it or decline it.
0: Yeah. It's going to be know, interesting. Brandon, um, Brandon Brandon I, think, Bell. I think the yeah. fact that all indications are that Freddie Freeman, who is a free agent is going to be returning to Atlanta. And I would be shocked to see Freddie Freeman ever wear another Jersey at this point.
1: Yeah. It would be, but a baseball sin of all sins to let him go somewhere
0: else. If for whatever reason that sin does happen, if for whatever reason they just simply can't afford Freddie Freeman, he would be a perfect fit for San Francisco. San he Francisco, would,
1: he's not. Posey he, leaving.
0: He, San Francisco has some of the most money to spend in free agency this year. Posey gone. Cueto, gone. Uh, Brandon Belt gone. They re signed Crawford, um, but Kevin Gossman gone a lot they're gonna have upwards of a 100 million dollars to spend it for agency i'm not saying freddie freeman is going to be available but he would be a perfect fit he's a california guy he's not he's a southern california guy but he's a california guy and i know for a fact guys are suckers for for trying to come back home
1: i think brandon belt is a guy who waits uh i don't know He, he could be a guy that the dh rule plays into effect
0: Brandon Belt's a guy that I said this for years. Brandon but, Belt could hit 30, 40 home runs a year in a New York, Colorado ballpark. Right. He gets, so, he's gotten absolutely fucked his whole career with that trip. But he's ballpark.
1: always been with the Giants. Right. Right. So yeah. he's 34 years old. This is something I want to think about. He's made $87 million in his career.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he ain't hurting, right? He's made a lot of money. He's 34. I could see him accepting the qualifying offer. Considering another, he was just considering
0: he's coming off an injury.
1: Kind of need to, you know, regain some value, have mm-hmm. a good year, and that's another eighteen point four million dollars in the bank. Right? Now you're looking, you're 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 now nine figures in your career. Now you're making over a hundred million dollars in your career. It's one year. And I think he he puts his happiness, I think he wants to be a giant. I think he puts that above getting guaranteed money for three more years yeah i think he He plays one more year gets some gain some more value and then tries to get a two-year deal after this year um i could definitely see him being one of the ones to take the qualifying offer
0: interesting too the fact that he is age what is he, 31? 34. 33, excuse me.
1: He'll be 34 next season.
0: Right. 33-year-old first basemen are not as valuable as they once were. That's why Freddie Freeman's kind of in a weird uh, situation. Especially um, in the
1: NL. That's
0: right. I, I want, but, but
1: with the DH rule coming, he could be of more value.
0: I want to stick with San Francisco. You always call me West Coast bias, so of course I want to stick with San Francisco. Chris Bryant, another free agent. He's a Boris guy. He's basically what Boris has said is that He compared Chris Bryant to James Bond, whether you agree or not. um, That's what's going on here. I think Chris Bryant's going to take whatever offers the most money. And that's not to say he shouldn't take that. that The more money you get, the more you're wanted. That's the way the business works, right?
1: Yeah. But if all the offers are similar, there's going to be more variables. Players don't just say, oh, that's one extra million. I'm going there instead.
0: They might. No.
1: If the, if, if, if it, if the shoe fits, yes. If mm-hmm. it's the right fit, yeah. But if it's five million dollars less total guaranteed money when we're talking a hundred million dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you're gonna go you're gonna go where you'd rather go. Over CKB
0: returning to the bay. I don't.
1: I think he goes to the Mets. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a great fit.
1: I think the Mets are the fit. I thought he might get traded there.
0: The Mets the need deadline. to figure out if they can hire a GM that's not going to have a, a criminal record at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh, can I make one more splash prediction on the giants? Please. <laughs> I think they, sh- well, we know how much money they have to spend. Yes. All right. So I think they signed Scherzer. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how good he would mix and match with his mentality with Gabe Kapler. I feel like, Gabe's very new school, kind of, I don't want to say soft, but kind of soft.
0: Him and Dave Roberts had some issues, if you will.
1: Yeah, Um, but I could see him wanting to go there. And I think he could get a lot of money from them. Yeah, I I also see, this is someone else who got a qualifying offer, offer, Justin Verlander. So he's coming off Tommy John, right? He missed the whole season. Uh, but he just had to workout out where he was 95, 94 to 96. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, his track record, you know, his uh, competitive level, he pitches at, you know, his stuff. You don't need to see game level nowadays because of the technology that scouting has, that baseball has rap Soto man, you name it. You can watch his spin. You can compare it to old spin. You can watch his tilt, his release point. You can break down every part of his mechanics. You have two stick figures side by side doing the mechanics from Cy Young year or whatever, and you compare it. Well, if it's off, if it spins off, if it's velo's off, yeah, there's an issue there. But from everything I'm hearing, he threw down the road here at Cressy sports performance, everything I'm hearing, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think he ain't taking the qualifying offer. I think he goes out and he, I mean he's what he came out and said he wanted to pitch till he's forty five. Of course he said that. Uh, he's probably on the TB twelve method, you know, play till you're ninety. Yeah, I but, fall I
0: fall well um, short of the TB. But he's 12 got but his,
1: but if he's what thirty seven,
0: he's thirty nine.
1: He's thirty nine. Yeah. Right. Verlander's thirty nine.
0: Pretty sure he's thirty
1: nine. Damn. Either either way, his uh, his elbow is less than a year old.
0: All right. You looking it up?
1: It's
0: 38. He's gonna be 39 next in uh February. So he'll he'll be okay, entering so his age 39
1: right. season. Okay, so 39 season. I could see him signing a two-year deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's got a I brand get- new elbow. If yeah. they're looking at those numbers and those rap sodos, they know he brings more than just performance to the team. He brings leadership, he brings winning mentality, he brings a track record that other guys are gonna respect. I could see him signing a two-year deal. Him and Scherzer over there in the bay.
0: Yeah, Far Anxiety likes the smaller contracts when it comes to starting pitching, too. That's why they exactly. got Kevin Gausman. That's Gossman. why it's a good they, fit. They took that risk. They brought over Anthony Discafani. They brought over Alex Wood. They built their rotation this year off small, yeah. uh, short-length contracts. So, right,
1: which is smart because you can always extend them.
0: What about Robbie Ray? Oh, I knew you were going to hit me with this.
1: The, the Toronto Blue Jays better do everything they can to keep him.
0: He's probably going to win the Seahawks.
1: I think he will. But I don't he, think he's, he's going to go back like to Toronto. I think the Mets make a run at him. And I think the Angels make a run at him.
0: As they should. The Angels he's, getting a I pitcher. Think the Angels what are a...
1: finally realizing what we've all known for four years. All they need is pitching, and they will win a lot of games in that division.
0: It'll be great in 2021. You know what? One of the reasons I'm looking forward to 2021, we're going to see Mike Trout and Justin Verlander back on a baseball diamond. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. As it should be. Oh No, no,
1: no. Time out. We're going to see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the same field.
0: Knock on wood, brother.
1: In the same uniform. That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. The Hopefully best Anthony Rendon, too. Hopefully Anthony what? Rendon will be healthy as well.
1: Hopefully, man, J-Up has a good final year on that contract, too. Yeah. I mean, they're loaded over there.
0: So you think Robbie Ray is going to be heading out West? I personally think you have that good. He found something with Toronto, man. He, when he was with Arizona, before he got traded for a washing machine, (laughs) he was going through some stuff. So he changed, he kind of did the uh, Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Alteration to his mechanics. Mm. So he went from arm you know, your typical, like, arm T-ball arm. arms, you know, full arm uh, extension short, to go to the, to the ear. Thank you. Go into his ear. And then he got all out of whack because all of a sudden, when you do that, you start changing your body movements with your lower body. He didn't quite he got insane. out with Arizona. And then he gets straight over Toronto. And again, I gave him the freedom to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And they let him loose. He all of a sudden found his control again. And now he's could be winning a second i think it'd be a great fit for the los angeles angels as any decent starting pitcher i think it'd be a great fit in los angeles with the angels mm-hmm. but i think it'd be idiotic to to lead toronto with what that team has going and also the the comfortability aspect of it all too i mean one of the best pitchers if not the best pitcher in the american league and that team's going to be dangerous for years to come
1: hey he's in a win-win he's either he's going to get paid regardless he's probably going to say how old is he he's Thirty-one.
0: Why do you keep asking me ages as if I just have their birthday? Does that matter
1: on contracts?
0: Robbie Ray is thirty. He just turned thirty on October first.
1: So we're looking at a three or four year deal. Mm -hmm. And you deserve that when you win a Cy Young or come in second a Cy Young, wherever he finishes. I don't see him finishing worse than second Cy Young. I think he wins it.
0: You have an interesting take on Marcus Stroman. Can I? Can I ask you this? Could Stroman go back to Toronto?
1: He could. I don't
0: think he will. He likes New York. We talked to Stra.
1: Yeah, he likes New York. I, I think he's got the mentality for New York. A lot of guys mm-hmm. don't. It takes it takes a special player to play in a market like Boston, LA, New York, where you tune your own horn. No, I didn't blast. Shit. <laughs> it wasn't because I couldn't handle the media though. Just, I just wasn't that good at baseball.
0: Yeah, you know, certain guys just couldn't handle that Boston market winning a World Series. It's only the only the Best of the best can handle might it. might as
1: well have been the bad boy. I was just there. Bullshit. I mean, whatever. Anyways, I I think he is made for New York. I I mean, he grew up in that area, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh, I could see him staying with the Mets, I mean, just because of what they're building over there and that core group of players. I really could. But At the same time, I could see him going across the city and going and being in pinstripes. Which I, was, which I would hate to see as a Red Sox fan, mm-hmm. because he's really good and he gets overlooked a lot. But if you look at his numbers, you look at his ground ball rate, you look at first strike first strike percentage, like all these numbers, and he's in the top five in the league a lot.
0: Oh man, it's and go ground brother. ball rate incredible. Yeah.
1: So I don't know, man. I, it, he's one of he's a, he's another guy. Like wherever he goes, he's going to be successful. Just that's just who he is. I think he's made a a, a a he's turned a corner in his career, mentally, and that mm-hmm. mental change has made him better physically.
0: Talk to so, me about Miami. You have good vibes heading to South Beach, don't you?
1: Dude, I got them kind of making some splashes this this winter. I really do. I could. I one I think we can book is Castell- Castellanos to the Marlins. Interesting. He's from that area. He's from. Southwest Florida. He mm-hmm. grew up a. He's, it's well known he grew up a Marlins fan. I think they spend the money. I think I think they bring in. The, we know that young pitching staff they have there.
0: It's Very good.
1: Sixto Sanchez. Uh, what's the tall Alcantara?
0: Alcon- Sandy Alcantara. Lee's Alcantara and is yeah.
1: Um, they got the Pablo Max, Lopez. nasty bullpen arms. Yeah.
0: Pablo Lopez. Yeah.
1: Right. They have some good arms. They have some good talent. They got your boy Jazz.
0: Jesus hey, this Lizardo?
1: Oh, Lizardo. I forgot about Ol- Ol- Lizardo. We'll Ol- see. Yeah. Ol- He's easing. We'll take him off the Xbox sticks and they will be good. <laughs> Get nasty. But what I'm saying is I think they have the right young pieces. They have Derek Jeter there. They have um, – Kim Ang. How do you say their 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 GM's name, Kim? Kim Aang. Uh, okay, yeah. She, I think she's great. Yeah. I think she's really good. And I think Cassianos, we, he opted out of the two-year, what, 32 mil, which would have been 16 per mm-hmm. year-ish. I don't know if it was different pre, uh, each year, but we'll say on average, obviously. Um, he's going to get paid. I think he signs a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. And they finish his career there at home, where he's from. Mm-hmm. That's a big bat there. And then I could see Conforto going there as well. I could see him leaving New York.
0: I think Conforto would be an interesting fit with San Francisco. I think he'd be an interesting fit with the Marlins. Michael Conforto has more home runs and RBIs than Chris Bryant since 2018. He's a really good
1: player. He had one bad year, but we should know. him like, he's not that
0: good. I'm not saying he's better than Chris Bryant. I'm not making that case, but – the production's there and Nicholas the Castellanos. There.
1: The, the versatility is not.
0: But. Correct. Nicholas Castellanos, since 2017, only one player in Major League Baseball has more extra base hits than Castellanos. And that is uh, Freddie Freeman. Close. Actually, you're not close at all, but I wanted to make you feel good. So I said close.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to. Figure, okay.
0: You love trivia. We should just do baseball I trivia. I love
1: trivia. trivia. You do. I love
0: it. You're not very sometimes, good at it. Sometimes you're, we'll you're be in like a it. car ride and I tell Jenny, I
1: said, just look up some trivia. Just ask me questions. I'm a big Jeopardy guy.
0: Yeah. You're very Bumped challenged, up. but yeah. Say that again. You're very challenged, but I mean, you're not good at trivia, but you certainly enjoy it.
1: You say that, and it's easy for you to say when you have the answer right in front of you.
0: I do my research. Right, right.
1: give, me, give me a hint.
0: All right. He's an infielder. He plays in the American League and is in the American League Central.
1: What was the question again? <laughs>
0: Most extra base hits since 2017. Nicholas Castellanos is second behind.
1: That's Anderson, is it?
0: He's he's got he's on a new team. Well, not a new team, not a new team, a new team name.
1: Oh, Ramirez.
0: There you go, Jose, Jose Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah,
1: there. It is. I completely forgot about the Indians. Uh,
0: Guardians, Guardians. There it is. Easy. Who am I? John Heyman. <laughs> Uh, have you
1: seen, have you seen Heyman's tweets lately?
0: Of course. Yeah.
1: He's dropped like three Indians and like,
0: ugh, Yeah. Last one. And then we can move on to our cold freezing cold takes. Can't wait. Is Schwarber heading back to Boston?
1: They want him, but I don't think so. I mean, JD Stan, mm-hmm. there's your DH. You don't want. They're both liabilities defensively, so you kind of just need one of them. If they can have one, great. But it, they would, I would think it would be like a pay cut.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I honestly have no idea where Swarbrick's going to go,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think um, he's going to wait out this CBA and see what happens with the
0: DH. That's exactly right. There's a, there's a handful of guys here that, like you said, defensive liability. Nicholas Castellanos is not a great outfielder. No, he's he not. But
1: Brandon, I said, I said Brandon Belt would wait. it, could wait it out too mm-hmm. if he doesn't take the the QO from from San Fran. But he's still good defensively. I feel like
0: that was a huge factor last offseason with Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz waited forever to re sign with the Twins. Rays
1: will re sign him. We sure.
0: weren't sure. That would be a nice pickup for them. Um, we weren't sure what was happening with the DH last year. So Nelson Cruz waited until like a couple of weeks before spring training, it seemed like, and then he finally resigned. But like you said, ended up going with the race. Are you ready for freezing cold takes? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm actually excited. I have no idea what you're going to say.
0: I was at the gym the other day and I had our podcast on repeat, we ended up going to our episode one and I was listening to our episode one and I'm like, good God. It's like looking at your photos from high school and you're like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing jean shorts right now?
1: I mean, we had to make bold predictions. It's fun about it.
0: Some of – not all of them are bad. Give it to me. Here is your first freezing cold take. Will Middlebrooks will do the naked mile if Bobby Dalbeck hits 30 taters this year. 30? Hell no. Wow, he's
1: hitting 30 for sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you finish with? 20-something?
0: 25. It's close. He could have done the naked mile. Had he hit five more dongs. Damn it. Let's keep it with the Red Sox. Another beautiful Will Middlebrooks take. Red Sox over under is set at 79 and a half.
1: I got them over. I, I think they're better than people think. I don't think they're going to go to the playoffs. Um, I was did. halfway
0: right on fight it. for third in the division. Third in the division. Didn't have him go to the playoffs.
1: Uh, okay. Did anyone? Yeah. Alex Cora probably didn't i going to blast playoffs.
0: I think he did. The fact that Alex Cora was left off of the American League finalists for manager of the year was pretty yikes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Snicker wasn't on.
0: Okay. This is a regular season award.
1: Are you just shitting on me right now?
0: Yes. Let's continue shitting on Will Miller Brooks. I'll make you feel a little bit better. All right. Here's a good one.
1: Cubs clean house. And rebuild. And they see Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, and Jock Peterson in different threads come August. And I'm a genius again.
0: <laughs> oh, you need to be humbled. All right, my turn. Let's shit on Danny. Oh, this is wearing jean shorts in high school and looking back on your photo. Oh, I've been waiting a long time for this. I'm expecting Jesus Lazardo. That's my AL Cy Young pick, by the way. Jesus Lazardo is going to... Take on that ace role, and the A's are going to
1: make some noise this year. Oh, sounded good.
0: Fell a little short there, just a her. Not only did he not win Cy Young, but he also got traded, and he also had an ERA of around seven and a half. Not this, it's it's not stats
1: are really good to be high,
0: not ERA. Time to shit on Will again, yeah. Move over East. I think that's going to be the most competitive. Baseball. I'm going to actually go with the Mets.
1: So the Mets riding over the under. Mets. I like the Mets. I like the culture change over there, Stevie Cohen. They're, those guys are going to the field expecting to win now. They were expecting to win for like half the season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get another one. A team that did not make the postseason last year. Well, By the Mets. Mets. I like the Angels too there. The Angels and Mets, neither of them made the playoffs. So
1: well. Yeah. Well with
0: my heart. Not you my alluded heart. to my Padres White Sox. Start with the NL West. We'll go back out to the West Coast. Uh, first of all, do we, need, do we even need to spend
1: time on this. There's two teams. No, first uh, of yes. all, what?
0: It's a fair question to ask Padres or Dodgers that division. It's a very fair question.
1: I wasn't I wasn't gonna say the Padres didn't have a chance.
0: Yeah, With- I wasn't going to say that. I think they win 95-plus games. If lamette is healthy, the Padres are a better team than the Los Angeles Dodgers are right now. Jesus Christ. lamette was not healthy in my defense, but we did not even mention the San Francisco Giants. that won If Lamette wins
1: 15 game. games, they're still not better.
0: <laughs> 20. 20. Uh, last one. Padres White Sox 2021 World Series. I already placed my bet. Mm-hmm. White Sox, Dodgers, Dodgers in five. Got it. Good thing we don't get paid for our predictions, my friend.
1: Are the, do you have any more good ones or no? I think Otani is in the MVP conversation. I don't think he wins MVP, mm-hmm. but he's in the conversation. I think he pitches well. I think he hits – Twenty twenty-five homers, and, 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 is, and is still in the conversation to be a two-way player once his season's over.
0: In your defense, he did hit twenty twenty-five homers. He just
1: in the first half
0: doubled that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win them all, my friend.
1: In a month,
0: you can't win them all.
1: Hey, that was fun. That was good. Yeah,
0: yeah. we got a lot of more. Uh, a lot of more. I just said a lot of more. Good. Okay. Thank God it's the offseason. We have a lot to work on. We have a lot more to talk about with the off season. We'll be talking about teams that need to make a splash this offseason. We'll talk about the CBA and all that bullshit that's going on. All the developments. Always stay tuned to the Wake and Rake podcast because we got everything. But we got to get some
1: can. guests. We got some
0: guests. Yes. Who are, gonna get on? Are we gonna, who are we getting on, on on an episode? I don't know.
1: JC? Jesus Christ? Ever heard of him?
0: I don't think he plays baseball. I question is, uh baseball knowledge. <laughs>
1: whoever we want we should get a list that's what we should do we should get a twitter like poll of who we should bring on
0: we can do that
1: and then see if we can pull it off all so right it's like a challenge
0: give me names give me names of who you can get and we'll, we'll do a poll all right figure it out we will figure it right.
1: out scroll who my
0: roll it up okay until next time party people. peace